Alexander Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land, or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unintended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, status community outreach liaison of the building, but chose projectile staging logistics committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, local chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh, feeling pretty good, even though we got such a late start today. Thank you very much. A little bit of it's my fault. Some of it's oh. your fault. <laughs> no, none of it is my fault. No, no, no. Uh, hold on. The computer updates are your fault. Uh, Any computer-related problem is automatically your fault. Uh, all right, I'll take that. But uh, at least uh, starting the show a little bit later, it did allow me to catch up on um, on some of the things I need to do. Like uh, I need to download some more gay porn, so I got that done. Oh, yeah, which is nice. Yeah, which is nice. So, so what is your preference on the gay porn side? Um, it, it, mainly uh, uh, scat, gay porn, hardcore scat. Type of thing. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's uh, you know uh, fecal matter involved. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. no no no! I'm not kidding. Actually, that's what it means. <laughs> no, I download gay porn. <laughs> why? Uh, well, why do you think? I mean, you know, I, I need it to finish the job. <laughs> I do actually use gay porn, and I'll tell you how. And it's it's not how you're probably thinking. Um, I use it. Um, let, let's say I have a, a thumb drive. Okay. Uh-huh. And I want there's some very sensitive data on there. So think like uh, private keys to a large crypto wallet. Yeah. Okay. Something that if someone gets their hands on, it's you know worth. It's very valuable. Very. So if there's very valuable information that I'm trying to store, what I do is I actually will take a whole bunch of gay porn. Okay. And encrypt it in a volume. Okay. But in one inside of one of those videos, I encrypt embed code which is another encrypted volume with the actual data i want okay and the reason that i do this is because if um you know someone finds out that there's data on this that is valuable and they put a gun to my head i give them the first decryption key they decrypt it and see a bunch of gay porn and I'm like, hey, man, yeah, I didn't want anyone to find out. This is my thing. <laughs> but the reality is, is that the actual encrypted data is incre- embedded in one of those thousands of videos, you know, and then you decrypt that. And that's the actual information. So in order for them to actually extract the information first, the first layer of defense is they think, oh, this guy's just a fucking perv. You know, and he's trying to hide the fact that he's a perv. And so that, you know, if it's a government agency or, you know, a criminal or something like that, that's probably going to stop them there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then the next layer is, is inside one of those videos is the real data. But, and if you clicked on the video, it'd still play. Yeah. Because it's appended to the actual video itself. So you wouldn't actually know which video contained the real encrypted data. Yeah. That is some... This is a sick, type. <laughs> sick, but genius shit right there. That's like, why. that's really like, 
Like it's twisted, but like I, to- it, it makes sense at the same time. This is why I make a lot of money in cybersecurity. I guess you do. <laughs> Holy shit! But now I'm just, I just realized I fucking just gave away one of my best tricks. You know? Yeah, you did. Just I now. did. So now I'm fucked. You didn't even wait for the second hour. I know. I know. I shouldn't have done that. So no. Anyway. You want to start over, or are we just gonna let it roll? No, we'll let it roll. Fine. Well, you know, it's I. Here's the thing: it's not that, um, you know, it's not that big a secret. I mean, a lot of people in in you know. The, the hackers and people in the field do this anyway, so it's it's pretty well known. But it is a it, it's an excellent deterrent, you know. Gotcha. And another thing you can do with that is like you can give one person the first key and another person the second key. And you see what I'm they saying? Got to talk together. In order yeah. To get so it they done. you have to have both of those people in order to get to the data. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's another way you can do things. But anyway, here's Adrian's uh, tips and secrets on uh, you know gay porn. Yes, provided yeah. by the yeah. uh, unattended baggage. Check. Plus, it's so hot, man. <laughs> so fucking hot. <laughs> I'm kidding now, of course. Well, I mean, it depends on what kind of gay porn you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw in a little I bestiality. Mean, you get some farm animals in there. Not lesbians, man. You know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, lesbians. That would be considered gay porn. I would you know, technically it is. I mean, I don't think it's really what people. When people say gay porn, they think two dudes. Yeah, you're thinking two dudes. Yeah. yeah. So. But yeah, lesbian porn is a whole different thing. I'm pretty sure that you search for them very differently. Yes, you will get different results depending on how oh, you yeah, put yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put in lesbians or yeah. gay porn, if you, you put in gay porn, it. you're probably not getting many lesbians. Probably so, not. Yeah. Probably not. No, I'm gonna have to try that now. Yeah, there you go. Myself. Have fun with that. I will. I'll send you. I'll. Hey, I'll, I'll let you borrow my collection. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's that's my story. What's going on in your world, man? Oh Jesus! Oh, oh my you're looking gosh. pretty rough today. Oh no, it was another week of. Uh, you know, here's the thing too. Like after last week's show, I really was like, you know what, man? I got to make sure I get some sleep the night before Friday night. Get some sleep, you know, and, and just really try to make sure I get that during the week. End up getting sick, right? So I didn't feel good anyway. And then on Friday, find out again that I'm involved in something that I didn't know I was going to be that involved in, that I had that much to do. Right. Thought I was the driver of a U-Haul again. Right. Find out that I'm actually going to be un- being doing a lot of packing and helping someone move. Right. Helping one of my kids move. Yeah. And needed a lot of help on the move. I think I have convinced this kid now to become a minimalist. <laughs> That's always handy, uh, handy for someone that you have to frequently help move. Yeah, yeah, like here's the thing. And and just by having the all this stuff in around, it was just really it was really just a lot of stuff going on. Right. And it was one of those things where it's like the last second, like they have to move out tonight. Right. And they are not prepared at all to move out tonight. So I went and helped and did that. But I didn't get home till like one thirty two in the morning and then I had to wake up early this morning to go up there because they had a lot of junk at the house. So we had to take the junk to the dumpster or to the to the landfill. So we have I loaded the I loaded the stuff into the U-Haul, but like at the back of it, like so it's the first stuff I can just go to the dump and take it there. And I went to the first dump and they won't let you take a U-Haul to that dump. You have to take it to the main one, which is like twenty five miles away. Right. And I'm in a oh, U-Haul yeah, paying so, so I'm paying the freight both ways. Are you paying the mileage or you just have to bring it back full? Pray no both. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It's U-Haul. They, they're getting you eight way from Sunday. Yeah. So I had to do that this morning before I got here and then had to be a little bit late getting here to do that part. Though. Right. But I was able to do that. But in between all that of last week, though, what I was able to accomplish for the show 
was to get all the coins in the mail and out to and out to everybody. Awesome, awesome. So are, all you subscribers, you're going to be getting your coins probably this week, this coming yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only three people I didn't mail, but that's because one of them's in Hut or one of them's in Spring Hill, and I'm going to drop it off. Okay, uh, this weekend sometime. Right. And there's two in Port Ritchie, and I'm just going to hand deliver myself. Okay. Because it costs a lot. Of, it costs as much money to make those freaking coins as it does to mail them. Well, are you sure you want to do that, though? Because I'm not sure that our subscribers necessarily want you showing up on their doorstep. But well, I wanted to save 12 bucks. <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they may like listening to you, but uh, I don't think they want to see your ugly mug, uh, you know, through the peephole. Well, of their I door. can't blame them for that either. Yeah. I can't blame them for that. But, you know, maybe I'll just drop it and run away. I mean, that yeah, freaks people the fuck out. It might, it might freak people. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been known to freak a person out of time. Kind of stalkerish, man. I got to tell you, I am self-aware enough now to realize that I am kind of stalkerish. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's not like uh, if we were actually uh, popular or famous or anything like that where we would have our listeners stalking us. <laughs> we're, we're such nobodies that we stalk our listeners. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, we heard you listen to our show. Do you want a hey, coin? Hey, hey, be my friend. Can you be my, here's my coin. Here's a coin. We'll buy you off. <laughs> so that sweet, sweet coin is that, in the mail. The, the coinage is awesome, by the way. Yeah, I, awesome. I show a lot of people, and they're all very impressed. Oh, they are? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the good news is, if, you, if you're if you not currently a subscriber and you want to hear not only the second hour of the show, all the additional content, but get all the swag, uh, including the awesome coin, the including... Sweet sweet coin a bunch of other stuff as well uh just go to patreon.com forward slash unintended baggage sign up i think we agreed you have to sign up for the five dollar level to get the coin five and above so if you sign up for the five dollar a month level you get the coin you know that's right for the cost of a cup of coffee a month you can save two relatively obese (laughs) middle-aged men (laughs) on their dream you can get them the nutrition they need (laughs) on a podcast that they actually want to do right (laughs) so anyway do that all right so the first story i wanted to get into though because you asked me about this how how this relates okay (laughs) excuse me so the fda has now put out that they want to ban menthol cigarettes right and what i put for the title of this is it's like they're actively trying to kill more black people. Yeah, and I didn't understand how that applied to anything. Why? And first of all, you know, stop fucking banning stuff. Please. Yeah, just just stop it. Let's ban um, the banning. Right. But, you know, how would that, you know, theoretically, uh, I, I would think that if that caused less people to smoke, it would be helpful. So explain to me why I'm wrong. Okay, so you're right in theory. However... Nobody's going to follow the law, and they're still going to be selling menthol cigarettes. Right. And who predominantly smokes menthol cigarettes? Right. Black people do. Right. Newports. Right. So what they're going to do is they're now going to move something that black people use the most and create an underground economy for that, which is how Eric Gardner died without because of menthol, but because of that. You're right. You're absolutely right. They will create a cigarette black market. Which will result in police more raids. doors getting kicked in mm-hmm. and more people getting, you know, they're uh, in chokeholds and things like that. So, yeah. And then the Democrats right. are going to scream systemic racism yes. because the cops are killing more black people. <laughs> well, perfect logic, man. You're absolutely correct. Like, yeah. ain't that a bit? When I, saw, when I saw what they were doing, my first thought was that. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, they're going to kill more black people now. Well, that's what you often say is that. Really, more of it is the laws on the books than it is systemic racism. I think it's a combination of both. 
Um, but you know, you're you're absolutely right. That will result in uh, much many more violent interactions uh, between law enforcement and black people, without question. There's no there's no yeah, getting around it, it. It absolutely will. Yeah. And the Dems are the one doing it. Yeah, yeah. And they're patting themselves on the back, saying, "Look how wonderful we are." Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, we're great people. Look at this. We're going to just go ahead and ban the menthol cigarettes. Right. Right. Yeah. How about you just people? How about you just respect people's freedom to do what they want to do? You know what I'm saying? And leave people the fuck alone. Please. Right. Please leave people alone. Right. Yeah. Realize that people are free to do whatever they want, even if it harms themselves. How about how about whether we do this? How about government is systemically racist, so we just eliminate that? I, I'm totally cool with that. I'm like I'm that sure idea. you were gonna like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm de- but but what about the roads, Alex? Who's gonna build the Who roads? Who will build the roads? Well, you know, I've driven on some of these fucking roads the government's built, and you know what? I gotta tell you, I'm not real happy right now. Well, ju- they just need more money. They need more infrastructure spending. That's Jesus all they need. Christ. Yeah. You know, if you actually spent, have you heard this thing about everything is infrastructure now? Yeah. Like no infrastructure is roads. No, it's no, bridges. No, infrastructure is money that the federal government gives me. Everything. Is yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, you okay there, Skippy? You need you need to uh, take a pause there. No, no, no. no you, you good? You? Uh, I'll try to be. I'm, I'm, I'm I, powering through. Baby. Are you? Are you, uh, are you spreading me uh, COVID here, or what? Do you? What's going on? I don't on? have the Rona. I don't have the Rona. How do you know? Have you been tested? No, no. I'm not put a mask on. I'm not putting a mask put a ma- on. Go to go over to Walgreens, get a vaccine. No. Yeah, it's I'm, right on the I'm corner. Definitely there. not going to get a vaccine. We can literally see it from here. Go get a vaccine. No, I am not getting a vaccine. Yeah. Uh, would you and like fuck to fuck Fauci? Would Would you like to buy a forged uh, <laughs> vaccination document? Now that, that, that now that I might be a player in. Okay. All right. Depending on how much they're going to have to deal with that. Hang on, let me decrypt my gay porn file. I'll print you one. <laughs> decrypt the gay porn file. Uh, All right. Man. So now, hold on. The next story I want to talk about. Okay. Was. This Florida residents that are claiming pest control trial will release up to a billion genetically engineered mosquitoes in the Keys to reduce species carrying diseases, and they're calling this terrorism. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so a couple things here. The first one is, is this a bad thing or not a bad thing? Uh, Part of me thought it was a bad thing, but part of me thinks it isn't. it, It could go either way. Is the reality of the situation? Anytime you're, um, here's what they're doing. They're releasing a bunch of uh, male mosquitoes, uh, which, by the way, don't don't bite. Only females bite. So they're they're releasing a, a certain species of male mosquitoes that they've genetically engineered to be sterile. Okay, so they're going to go mate with females, but the females are you know not going to actually reproduce because they mated with a sterile you know. Uh, sterile mosquitoes. So that's kind of the the goal is to uh, you know make sure that everything is uh, make sure that they're they're breeding these mosquitoes out. So in theory, it's probably a good idea. Um, however, um, I, every time that they do something like this, I just can't help thinking of uh, Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's always an unintended consequence to it. So anytime, it, it, but the the thing is, is we've been altering. Um, you know, a, a variety of species for throughout human history. It, it's what we do, and it happens naturally. So there's always these changes. But when you alter something like that, there can be consequences that you didn't predict. So is it terrorism? No. Is it a good idea? I don't know. You know, it's 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 really a coin toss for me. Okay, so here's the thing I was thinking though, and that's why when I put when I put this show when I put this in the show notes, I put who's going to starve off first. And the reason I said that is something feeds on mosquitoes. Right. 
if you're going to kill off all the mosquitoes, then whatever feeds on the mosquitoes now doesn't have the food source that they normally would have. Right. Is that an accurate way of kind of putting this? Yeah, yeah, to some degree. I mean, and probably you're talking about mostly uh, the things feeding on mosquitoes are going to be other insects, Mm -hmm. small birds, Mm -hmm. and bats. Okay. Those, I would think, are the, the... most likely to uh you know some amphibians frogs lizards you know things like that also will but probably not on mosquitoes as much you know just that would be a target of opportunity but mostly it's going to be other insects small birds and bats i'm thinking yeah Yeah. so I'm, i'm i'm curious as to if they thought about that as maybe one of the also unintended consequences is aren't you going to be dramatically adjusting the food chain and can that cause problems? I don't think it's going to be dramatic. And if you've ever been down to the Keys uh, in the summertime, uh, the mosquitoes, if you get into like certain spots, I mean, I've been swarmed by mosquitoes in the Keys. I remember one time it was uh, <coughs> probably 1987 and I'm down there uh, and uh, in my 1971 VW camper van. Great vehicle. Love that oh, thing. Oh, wow. I wish I still had that thing. Yeah, that, that thing burned uh, to the ground on uh, on US 41 one day. Did it really? Yeah, yeah, not a good day, uh, considering that was my home at the time. <laughs> but anyway. Hold on, you lived in a van down by the river. I, I literally lived uh, at a va- in a van, uh, not necessarily down by the river, but often by on the beach. Okay. Yeah. So right. that was, that was, I was Chris Farley. By the beach. Yeah. But uh, no, but this one time I, I pull over, it's on one of the keys, one of the middle keys. I forget which one. And I got to take a piss. And I walk like, you know, just off of A1A or US1 rather, uh, just off of there into, uh, you know, a, a little bit of the, the woods there. And I see the, the sky getting dark like in front of me. It just like everything turned dark. And next thing I know, I'm inside this swarm of mosquitoes. And when I say swarm, I'm talking like, you know, biblical proportions here. Yeah. I'm talking the mummy type. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, 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 Dick's still out. I start running back to the van. Are piss, you still peeing? Pissing all over myself. <laughs> um, run back to the van, hop in. And, uh, you know, start driving off. Well, there's still literally thousands of mosquitoes inside my van. Oh, God. So, uh, you know, I I roll down both the windows. I pull over again, open the back hatch and drive, trying to blow them all out the back because I had that back hatch that Mm -hmm. opened up. And, uh, you know, after uh, after a good 15 minutes, I think I got all of them out, you know. Of driving as fast as that van would go, which was about 48 miles an hour. You got bit, bit, though, right? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Oh, that had to suck. Oh, it was it was miserable. But I didn't get bit as much as you would think. Oh. So it could have been like a swarm of males for all I know. Hard to say. But it was a, you know, black as sackcloth type of, you know, God's uh, wrath type <laughs> swarm of mosquitoes, man. So I'm pretty sure that whatever feeds on that thing, there's still going to be plenty left. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think, yeah. Again, it, it kind of freaks me out that they're doing this genetic modification and stuff like that and but if if anywhere you know it's going to have a minimal impact it's going to be making male mosquitoes mosquitoes sterile you know that's i think that's probably on the low end of the harmful you know potential yeah but you on the other hand think that it could be you know i don't know yeah here's the thing when i saw it i didn't know but i'm like if you're going to be screwing with you know i 
Well, that, like I said, there's always a possibility of unintended consequences. So when that's, that thing starts to happen, you, you don't know potentially the outcome. Yeah. You have a pretty good idea, but you never know for sure. Mm-hmm. So you're always rolling the dice when you do something like that. Yeah. And eventually uh, they're going to do something that's going to really bite us in the ass. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Now, the next thing I wanted to bring up, by the way. So if you listen to Rogan's show, Joe Rogan's show, the Joe Rogan podcast. Right. He was talking about the COVID stuff. And in the conversation that he did, he had, he was talking about how if you're a young person who's healthy, if you're working out, you don't really need to take the, the vaccine. Right. Like, you're not, you know, he goes, I'm not an anti-vax person. In fact, I said, I said, I believe they are safe and I encourage people to take them. I just said, if you're a young, healthy person, you don't need it. Their argument was, or, and then this is later on though. The argument was that you need it for other people, but that's a different conversation. And yes, that makes sense is what he said. But basically he was on the show and he says, look, if you're a young person, you're working out, if you're healthy, you don't need to take the vaccine is what he said. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Now, Fauci heard about this, the liar, by the way, let's just make sure we say that Fauci is a known liar. Yes. And Fauci said is that Rogan's incorrect, that healthy young people shouldn't get married or shouldn't get vaccinated. They shouldn't get married either, but that's a different story for a different day. <laughs> so Fauci came out, and he started getting attacked at this point, though. So Fauci's attacking Rogan or Fauci? No, Rogan was attacking, or Fauci was attacking Rogan. Right. So he's like, "Well, that's not true. You can get infected. You can infect other people as well. You not might infect someone else. Not if they're vaccinated. That's the thing. <laughs> Here's the part that I don't understand. If they're vaccinated, and this vaccine's supposed to work." That if you're unvaccinated, then what's the problem? Right. Well, and the other side of the equation is if you're asymptomatic, it's extremely difficult to transmit to someone else. I mean, there's a possibility. Um, so for the most part, young people are asymptomatic when they get COVID, you know, um, or they're just their immune system actually fights it off before it can reproduce to the point where it's actually transmittable. Yeah. Um, because there's such a low concentration of, of virus in their system. So that's really, you know, the answer is Fauci is probably technically correct that if a young person is vaccinated, there's a, you know, X percent reduced chance that they'll transmit COVID to someone else. Yeah. But you're talking with marginal differences here. Yeah. And so when you add that, it's, it's kind of like, you know, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Tony Blair, the uh, prime minister of the UK, saying that people uh, indoors uh, should still wear masks, even if they're um, vaccinated, yeah. if they're both vaccinated. And they did a study and said, well, the chances of two vaccinated people catching covid from one another is one in 400,000 in that situation. So it's it's it, while technically if you want to take it down to the numbers, yes, there is always that chance. But again, it's people blowing everything out of proportion. It's such a small chance to begin with. But the one thing I do know is the government and people like Fauci have run out of time. Yeah. Okay? Because I made two stops today. Okay? First I stopped at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Okay? Walked in there without a mask. Other people inside were not wearing a mask. The staff all was because I'm sure they have to. There was no more sign in the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, nobody was wanting to wear a mask. Okay. Walked into Walgreens. Same thing. <laughs> An old couple in front of me. I'm reaching down to put on my mask just out of fucking habit, you know. Mm-hmm. And the old couple in front of me didn't. And I'm like, well, wait a second. If they're not doing it, I'm not I'm doing not gonna it. I'm not going to do it either. Right. 
And, uh, you know, I, so I think the people are just pretty much, they've, they've lost their fear. And now the, the government and the, all the other agencies are going to have to just, you know, they're just going to have to go with the people at some point because they can't scare us anymore. Yeah. Hold on. So I wanted to bring something else in this one up. So I want to, I want to read Rogan's exact comment and then Fauci's exact response because within the actual response, there's some very telling things. Okay. So Rogan said first, he goes, are you a healthy person? Like, look, don't do anything stupid, but you should take care of yourself. You should, if you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well, like, I don't think that you really need to worry about this. Right. Yeah. Sounds actually very good. I, I think it's, it sounds like he very much couched it. Yeah. And he was trying not to, he was trying to say what he thought without like, you know, getting the wrath of, wrath of Fauci. Yeah. You know? So this is what Fauci says. He goes, so if you only want to worry about yourself and not society, then that's okay. But if you're saying to yourself, even if I get infected, I could do damage to someone else, even if I don't have any symptoms at all, that's the reason you have to be careful and get vaccinated. Again, we talked about this before. First off, the whole guilt trip thing of you're worried about yourself and not society, fuck you, Fauci, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. But the second thing is, if your fucking vaccine works, then you don't have anything to worry about, though. Well, that's the thing. All the vaccines are, you know, 87%, 92% effective. So they're they're not perfect. Yeah. You know, it never is. Anything with the immune system it ever is. So, again, it, technically, what he's saying is true. That if you're not vaccinated, there's a very minuscule chance that you could unknowingly, you could catch COVID, not know you have it, and unknowingly transmit it to someone else. Yeah. Now, but again, it's, it's, you're talking marginal risk here, you know? Yeah. Now, Rogan has responded to this, and in only the way that Rogan can respond to it. Right. He goes, I'm not a doctor, I'm a fucking moron. I'm a cage-fighting commentator. I'm not a respected source of information, even for me. But I at least try to be honest about what I am saying. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Right. That last line was the punch. Yeah. The thing is this. He, the, 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 the clicks or the, 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 ones, the, the, the quotes that they're pulling out is, I'm not a respected source of information. That's right. what they're saying about Rogan, right? Right. I would trust what's on Rogan's podcast far more then I would trust anything that you would hear on the daily news or regular news because they fully like they fully talk about a subject right on Rogan's show and they bring in people that actually look Joe Rogan always brings people in that know what they're talking about right and they may not be people that are that are they're going to be on the evening news but like they're he's bringing good people and Joe's giving you his opinion he's not couching it he's not trying to and again he's like I'm not a fucking doctor right I'm a cage fighting commentator. I'm a fucking moron. But right. you know what though? I try to be honest about what I'm talking about. And that's more than you can say for fucking Fauci. That is without question. Yeah. Because again, this guy, whether you want to look, whether you like Fauci or don't like Fauci, what you cannot get past is that in the beginning of this, when it mattered the most, he lied to you. Yeah. He's already admitted it. <laughs> Intentionally with full knowledge that he was lying. Intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. And did it. He may have had a reason for it, but yeah. there's no reason that you should ever be doing that. Well, you've it, ruined your reputation well, because of it. Hang on a second. The reason was that he held your life in lower regard than he held other people's lives. That's true. That was the reason. Yeah. You know, he was more concerned about the healthcare workers than he was concerned about you. Yeah. No. 
I mean, so. that, that's what that's what it is. And whether you like it or not, that's what he did. Right. And he didn't come out and say, well, listen, uh, it's it's most important right now for healthcare workers to have the masks. So don't go out, don't run and buy a bunch of masks right now. Just let the healthcare workers have theirs first because they're the ones that need it the most. And the funny thing is, is when they were saying that is if <laughs> then they came out and later said, so if that was his thinking initially that the healthcare workers needed the masks, right? You would presume that it was to protect them from catching the virus, right? But they later come out and say that, well, no, what, what wearing a mask does is prevent you from giving it to someone else, mm-hmm. okay? So if initially when they lied to you and said you don't need a mask, were they worried about healthcare workers infecting the people in the hospital? Yeah, they don't know. I, right, exactly. They have no idea what So that doing. that right there is another, I don't know if you can call it a lie, but at least it's a inconsistency or something that they got wrong or something. You know, it's just, it's happened so many times in this fucking thing. I'm just glad it's almost over. And the reason it's almost over is because the people are are just done with it. Well, you know, another reason that you can tell that it's almost over huh. is that they're having blowout sales for masks and other PPE equipment <laughs> right. in all the gas stations. Oh, are they? <laughs> like, if you look there, you know, they're having the, the low special, you know, the, the, the blowout special right. for all the stuff. <laughs> there you go. That's there's, how you know it's ending. There's your answer. Yeah. Because <laughs> they got a clear stock out. You know what's not ending? These crazy fucking Trumpsters. <laughs> I saw another fucking gathering, Nebraska 19 in, in Pinellas. Hold on. Today? Yeah. On the way Today? in. Today? Yeah. Yeah. Nebraska 19. That's a, it's the same one they have. It's near that McDonald's, right? Uh, No. No. There's not a McDonald's. Well, it's not too far from there. Yeah. But it's uh, they were on the uh, west side of the road. Yeah. Where like the Walgreens is. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So. But. What were they doing there? I don't know. But I did see a giant flag that was an American flag with uh, like Jesus and. Trump's face like superimposed over each other <laughs> on top of the flag. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was just it's like he lost guys. It's over. Go home. <laughs> you know, they just won't give it up, man. It, it it's just, like the, it's like that ending credit scene on Ferris Bueller's day off. Right. Yeah. It's Go over. Home. Yeah. Go home. What are you still doing here? <laughs> what is up? <laughs> you know what is, hold on. Is there a new conspiracy of somehow he's still going to get elected? I don't know. I don't, I have no idea. Maybe, maybe if they uh, do the, you know, the uh, 500th recount in Arizona and, you know, <laughs> maybe after Rudy uh, goes to jail, who knows? Oh, <laughs> just, I can't believe they're still doing it. I can't believe it. Either. Yeah. I can't believe it either. God bless him. Because, I mean, all I got to say is things are so different now that Biden's in office. I mean, you know, I mean, we got stimulus checks and immigrants in cages and you know, it's it's night and day from Trump. Oh, wait, <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, what the fuck has changed? And all the things that he's proposing is just smoke and mirrors. You well, know? well, yeah. Well, the thing is this, like, so they had that speech that he gave and he talked about all the stuff he was going to do. But the problem with all of that stuff is you can't get it passed. Right, exactly. None like of it's going to pass. You can't get any of that stuff passed. They might actually they might actually increase the capital gains tax a little bit for, you know, people earning over a million dollars. And that could have a little bit of effect. And they might actually increase the corporate tax rate a little bit, but they're not going to get the full 28%. How are they going to be able to get that passed though? And they might they might. Don't you need 60 votes in the Senate to get it passed? I don't th- I think you just need a majority, right? Mm, I think you need 60. Oh, if you need 60, it's not I mean, going to. I mean, they're anymore. not going to get the unless they take the filibuster. Uh, 
Yeah, well, even even if they don't tank the filibuster, if they need 60 votes, it's still not going to well, no, pass. They, no, no. If you tank the filibuster, you only need 50. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So. I don't know enough about the procedure anymore to, to know well, that. You don't but care enough about the procedure. Yeah, it's, it's, you don't give a shit. I, I'm actually surprised I'm talking about this. I'm only well, talking. Well, you don't even brought it up. The only reason I'm talking about it is how ironic that people still get so upset over, you know, who the president is when the outcome is just so marginally different. You know, it's just it's just barely any difference. I hate the guy. I get to it. I will say. Well, I, I hate, hate him all. I mean, I hate Biden. Yeah. I, I, but, I don't hate Trump he, as much as I hate he, Biden. But he picked a dandelion for his wife. Oh, my God. Did you see that? No, I didn't. No, see they were walking. Through I heard some, about it. Yeah, they were walking through some field and he bends down and picks a dandelion and hands it to his, his wife, the first lady. And it, such a touching moment. You leave the, how about you leave the weeds on the ground? It reminds, it reminds me of, you know, Bill and Hillary on the beach that time. Oh. Because they didn't know the cameras were rolling and. You know, they just wanted to have a sincere, quiet moment. expression of their love as they're surrounded by photographers. And Marine One, the blades are spinning nearby. You know, I mean, it's just like it's so contrived. It is so contrived. And now it's all wrestling. Hey, wait! I, it is totally wrestling. But but wait! But wait! The White House is getting a cat. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't hear about this either. Yeah, but I, my point is, is these are the kind of things that people will talk about today. Oh, no, they will. Yeah. Oh, no, they will. This is uh, going to be water cooler talk on Monday. Did you hear the Bidens are getting a cat? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you don't deserve to live. <laughs> it's true, though. Okay, so God. W- during the speech, though, when she was when he, when he was going up there to give the speech. Right. There's something else that happened that I actually thought was a very 3D chess kind of move. Okay. And so Liz Cheney. Gave she's so Biden. Oh, no, she's she not. is so hot. No. Oh God, yeah. Um, she gave Biden a fist bump. Now I know that she knew that that would rile people up. Right. And so she did it. It riled people up. And her why, response. Why was, would why why would that rile people up? Well, it would rile the Republican base up because the Republican base hates Biden and they don't want anybody to be nice a Republican to be nice to Biden. Yeah, but she's barely a Republican, isn't she? Well, she's a neocon. Yeah, she's a hardcore neocon, so she loves Biden. Oh, she's a committed hardcore neocon. She is the neocon's neocon. I mean, you're talking about Dick Cheney's daughter, like the spawn of Satan. Right. Yeah, Um, that acorn didn't fall far. No. So I think that she did this in order to try to kind of like uh, take the neocon lane in the 2024 race. Hmm. Like that was the opening salvo to get the... You know, because it's gonna be like her and Tom Cotton and uh, you know Rubio would be the possibilities for the neocons. You know, the neocons candidate. Exciting. Well, I mean, not that it's exciting. I mean, I really, I will say this: that I can't think of many more politicians that I hate more than Liz Cheney. I would think Marco Rubio. I definitely hate Rubio more than Liz Cheney. <laughs> right, but it's close. <laughs> yeah. It's real close. No, she's, again, she's the spawn of Satan. She is not, like, there's no redeeming quality that she has. She's a bad person all around. You didn't like Dick Cheney? No. Hmm. Go figure. Yeah. I thought he was a great president. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Uncle Dick, what are we going to do about Iraq? (laughs) Well, son, they tried to kill your daddy. (laughs) <laughs> we're going to go over there and plant some WMDs. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, fuck all these people, man. Oh, no, no. Fuck them all. Fuck, fuck them all. Fuck, I, I will say this. And that's the funny thing is that sometimes I'll come in here and I'll talk to you about issues like, you know, do before the show 
we'll sit here and have a conversation about issues and about articles that we're going to talk about. And you really just go, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, I hate him. here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm trying to participate in the show and, you know, provide good content, but I honestly don't care about any of this at all, even remotely. I, the, the internal workings of the politics anymore. It's just, I, I just, you know, it, it's completely meaningless to me because I think I've just seen long enough that none of it really matters. Yeah. You know, none of the posturing and the the dramatization and the the, you know, the, the, the news media beating their chests and, you know, all this. None of it really matters. Giving you this week's outrage. Right. Exactly. It doesn't matter because nothing really changes until the people want it to change. Yeah. You know, and, and the people drive it, you know. So, and I'm just hoping I can influence more people not to care about government at all and just be anarchists and just ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. As much as possible. Well, I, here's the thing. Look, I have to look, I have to pay attention to some of it just because I'm, I'm, you know, cause of, with the social media aspect of my job that I have to do that. W- would you like to tell people what your social media? No, no, I'm not doing <laughs> so I do have to put up articles every day. So I do have to pay attention somewhat to the media, even though I will say this, it's hard. And I got to tell you, reason gets a whole lot of links put up. Yeah, Reason and the Foundation for Economic Education. Reason and Fee, I get probably two-thirds of the stories from those every day. Yeah, yeah. Because but they're, least, they're behind the curve at this point. What do you mean? Uh, well, they're, they're still trying to, to fight it. They need to just embrace it at this point. Oh, okay. I hear what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they still think that if we just get spending under control, no, it's too far gone for that. Nobody wants that anymore. They have failed to gauge the pulse of the American people because the American people want... They want uh, a form of, uh, you know, specialized socialism. They want the checks to keep coming. They want their $3,000 child credit. They want their stimulus checks. They want to know that, you know, if they get laid off, they're going to have a shit shitload of uh, money coming in. That's what um, the vast majority of American people want. So, I mean, they do. There's no way of getting around that. He anymore. wants it. Well, he gets it. I don't like it any more than you folks. <laughs> But that's that's how it is. So I think that everyone just needs to embrace it like I have and just say, hey, give me it all. Keep 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 giving me the cheese until the cupboard is bare. Yeah. And that's that's really what it boils down to. So, again, it's uh, I understand fee and reasons point. And I used to agree with them completely. But it's just that that wave has already crested. You know, we're past that point and there's no going back. Yeah. I mean, it has to crash all the way now. Yeah, yeah, it does. Which sucks that it has to crash all the way because you're going to see a lot of pain involved in this process. It's not going to be. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of broken beach houses. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So, and again, you know, a lot of that is, uh, I think, also happening with, uh, you know, the the social power struggle, you know, between law enforcement and the people. You know, we see a lot of that. I, I mean. Uh, it's uh, like you posted in the show notes. Is this what a civil war looks like? Yeah, I th- I'm thinking we're at the point now where this is the, the, the I don't know if you'd call it a soft one or. It's it's definitely a prolonged um, soft uprising, if you will. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's there's you know, there, there's consequences now for when the state wields too much power. And abuses that power. Yeah. Um, like there was a case, uh, you know, the case we talked about a couple of weeks ago where uh, cops in Colorado uh, assaulted and dislocated the shoulder, broke her arm of a 73-year-old woman mm-hmm. with dementia. Yeah. You know, who literally, she went to Walmart, 
forgot to pay because she has dementia, walked out, and the Walmart staff stopped her, and she's like, oh, I have stuff? Oh, I didn't pay? You know, and she gave it back, and all was fine. Well, Walmart still called the cops. The cops catch her walking down the road picking flowers, okay, and they stop her, and she's like, what? 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 I don't understand. And she says, I'm going home. And they tackle her, dislocate her shoulder, break her arm, bruise her face, bloody her head. And, uh, you know, she's the, the whole while she's saying, I'm just going home. I'm going home. I'm going home. And that's all she kept repeating. Yeah. Well, at least they got fired. Three cops got fired out of that. Good. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, they should have. That's the minimum. Yeah. But they should have got arrested. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that this is a there's a and it's not a civil war yet. And I don't know that it actually will be. But uh, it is uh, it is a scenario where. Um, there's pushback. Uh, the law enforcement cannot operate with impunity anymore, which is a, a good thing. Yeah, you know. And it's funny because some people will see it as a, a civil war, and they're on the side of law and order. And I don't think they fully understand that. You know, look, different circumstances. That's you getting your head pounded in the pavement. That's you with a knee on your neck. Yeah. You know, it's you're, you're not that far from that. You're not above that. You're not beyond that. Even if you think you are and you fly your black and white flag with a blue stripe, you're not. You know, so if you allow government to have that kind of power and to wield that kind of power, eventually it's going to come around and bite you. Just like any law that they make, you. It, and again, I, I, I wish they would do this more often. Any law that they make, and I didn't make this up, by the way, somebody else said it, is that at the end of it, they should put, and if you don't, and if you don't comply, we'll kill you. Yeah, because eventually that's the outcome. Yeah. Any law that you break, if you do not comply with them at any point along, I mean, you can have a taillight out and end up dead through a, you know, a, a, a process of, of, you know, just miscommunications or, um, you know, cop having a bad misunderstanding, day. cop having a bad day. Yeah. He's pissed off that's at the, the last stop. Yeah. He feels yeah. disrespected. And if he writes the right things in his report, you know. And he, if he says stop resisting, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much he's in the right. Yeah. You know, but that's changing. So hopefully it does. But yeah, that, that is true. Ultimately, ultimately, every law is enforced by violence, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of how minimal the law is. Because if you if you say no, then, you know, violence ensues always. But there's got to be something. Yeah. I mean, if in order to make you comply. Right. Yeah. Which is why they should only have victim crime laws. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Walter Williams is, uh, always says, if you think uh, that, uh, you know, um, what is it? I, I forget what it is, but he says, uh, you know, stop paying taxes and see how long it is before men with guns show up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if you don't think that, you know, taxation is violence, <laughs> there's your answer. Yeah. You know. Well, but you're right, though. But now now police officers are being targeted. Yeah. And, and <laughs> look, I. I don't want to say that rightfully so, but it's a it's a predictable outcome. It's a predictable result of what has happened, you know. And uh, you know, actually, right now, I think that's the right way to say it. By the way, it's predictable. You're not yes. saying that you wanted to predict it. It just is predictable. It's blowback. Yeah, it's blowback, which is a thing. Yeah, it's it's you know, 
it's kind of the reason that we had 9-11 happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We put troops in a part of the world where we had no business being, and it pissed a bunch of people off. And some of those people wanted payback. Yeah, you and know? they got it. Yeah. We we put U.S. troops in, in what you know some people consider the Holy Land. And I'm not saying it was right that we were attacked on 9-11 or anything like that. Because it wasn't. But it was a predictable potential outcome. You know, that's the thing. It's 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 all actions have consequences. And when you take the morality out of it and just do it from a logical standpoint, you 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 realize these things. If if X equals this, then Y, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, it's it's going to happen. And that that's kind of the state we're in now, you know, and I, I personally believe that it's unfortunately necessary to wrestle some of the power back from the state. The state has gotten has become far too powerful and the people need to take some of it back. And as Thomas Jefferson said, you know, uh, from time to time, the tree of liberty needs to be watered with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Yeah. You know, and this is exactly that. And I know a lot of people who would quote that wouldn't see things like BLM as a patriot movement. But in my eyes, it absolutely is. You know what I'm saying? It is the people, um, you know, standing up for their rights, yeah. standing up for their freedom, you know, as they should. Yeah. So I mean, it's just a, that, don't get me wrong. The, the part that I don't like about some of those and this wasn't really the, the, the BLM people, but this was like the Uruhu people, the one down in downtown St. Pete. Right. When, we, when I went to that, I went there and watched one of their rallies and they would say that it was OK for people to go in and steal stuff from stores. Right. Like they were allowed to do it basically. And the cops shouldn't do anything to those people. And I don't agree with that. Well, I, I, yeah, you're right. They're wrong. But by the same token, um, they're the level of response is completely out of phase. You know, when somebody steals a $20 item for this from a store, and then ends up, you know, uh, with a like a little old lady with a broken arm, dislocated shoulder. Yeah, yeah, that seems uh, like the uh, the punishment didn't fit the crime. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I get that. Well, and but, screw the Walmart, by the way. What's that? And screw the Walmart, by the way, for right. calling the cops. Like, right. Exactly. Well, it's probably corporate policy. Yeah, I guess. You know what like, I'm wait, saying? Here's the thing. You know, like a couple weeks ago, I had an employee that was out. Right. And I couldn't find the employee. Looked all over, went to the house, looking for the employee, couldn't find him right. or her. I wouldn't do a health and wellness check. Right. I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not, there's no way I want to so get a police too, too much could go wrong. Yeah. You know. And then I would feel responsible. Yeah. How many times where uh, someone, you know, a family member is, is called and, you know, for a health and wellness check on someone who they worried that was, you know, uh, uh, mentally, uh, you know, psychologically... You know what I'm saying? Not in their right mind, essentially, yeah. or you know, potentially suicidal, and the cops show up and kill them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how many times does that happen? Why would you ever introduce law enforcement into a situation because it's just going to escalate whatever the situation is? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I I, I, I understand. I would never involve the cops in anything that I didn't have to. Yeah, I just you know? didn't. I didn't want to do that at all. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's another article that I definitely wanted to bring up here. And I know that the, the segments, the, the, the segues have been horrible here, but I want to say it anyway. So SNL cast <laughs> won't be forced to appear with controversial host Elon Musk. Right. And so this is a story from page six. 
And they said, uh, Saturday Night Live cast members won't be forced to appear alongside controversial billionaire Elon Musk when the hosts when he hosts the show, page six is told. Speaking historically, if a cast member has been that unhappy, they don't have to do it, a source told us. Uh, SNL boss Lauren Michaels won't ever make them do anything they don't want to do. The Tesla founder, 49, is set to helm the NBC in, uh, institution on May 8th, but some cast members have made it clear that they're less than enthused by the prospect of having him on the stage on Studio 8H. Like, here's the thing. What in the world, why is he so controversial to these people? Do you know? Yeah, I, I have no idea. I saw um, one quote in here where one of the, the cast members, um, yeah, uh, My, okay, Miley Cyrus has also been blasted for signing up to perform on Musk's episode after some fans claimed online that he's, quote, destroying the planet and doesn't like women. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hang on a second. How has the guy who has pretty much single-handedly um, made electric vehicles mainstream? Yes. Okay. I, I, you, you cannot take that away from him. No. If it wasn't for Elon Musk, you know, we would not have... Uh, you know, we would not the, be nearly the, as far down the road of electric... The fast move the, towards electric cars. The, the Chevy Volt would mm -hmm. still be sitting on lots not being sold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for Elon Musk. So how can you say that he's destroying the planet. I, I mean, where does that even come from? What kind of logic is that? I don't understand it. I, I, really I don't, don't either. At the end yeah. of the day, like he's, he's, hold on. He owns a car company that only makes electric cars. Right, right. And he, he actually forced the hand of every other automaker to make them make electric cars. Yeah. Like Ford wouldn't be making electric cars right now if it wasn't for Musk. They'd still be five, ten years out. This yeah, guy Volkswagen is, wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for him. This guy has done more to advance electric cars than any law they could have ever put on the books. Right, right. Absolutely without question. Now, there are a few things about Elon Musk that bother me. Um, mostly to have to do with what he's doing in AI, you know, which originally he's... He was uh, had the same position as me, but now he's kind of like embraced it because he thinks he can control it, which is a, a mistake of arrogance. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I can't imagine these. And he hates all, women. Yeah. I don't know where that's coming from. I think they just pull shit out of their ass. They do. Like, I really do think there's just no there's no logical reason behind any of this stuff. Right. Like, I think the the second in command at SpaceX is a woman. You know, I, I, it, yeah, it just makes no sense. But uh yeah, anyway, uh, SNL, man, they haven't been good for <laughs> a long yeah, time anyway. I wish, I, honestly, at this point, I wish you'd cancel on them. Uh, you know. Uh, I just, I, you know what it is? I'm just so sick of all these people, though. Like, the thing about it is this. It's Elon Musk. He's coming on the show. Why do you have to have a problem with him? He, he, I don't know why he's doing the show, honestly. Yeah, well, you know, look, he's trying to get his stuff out there, too, man. He's trying to get his name brand out there. And he's, it would be cool. Like, it, hang on. He's cool. pretty much he's pretty much already out there. Yeah, he makes a cool tweet in the markets move. Yeah, but he, you know? he does. It would be cool to host that. Yeah. Like, it'd be cool to have some of those, you know, skits. Under I mean, he single-handedly, like, <laughs> took Dogecoin from a joke into, you know, like the a multi-billion dollar asset. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I don't get it, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't... If I were in his position, though, I wouldn't even do the show. I'd be like, fuck you people. Yeah. Yeah. I might watch it now, though. It, well, eh, maybe. With maybe him we'll on see. it, I might watch it. I don't know. I, anytime a celebrity goes on there, it always, <laughs> see, it always feels very contrived. And I think the writers are going to try to fuck him anyway. You mean a celebrity that's not an actor? Even so. 
Yeah, a celebrity that's not a comedian. Yeah, it it feels very contrived because so, the ones that are comedians, except for Betty do, White, because Betty White was fucking awesome on yeah. SNL. I mean, they do a good. You know, some of these ones do a good job, though. Yeah, yeah. I I only watch it occasionally. I don't know, but so uh, tell me about the speech of Biden's interrupted by protesters. <laughs> okay. So he gave the state of the, not state of the union, but he gave his 199 Let's go back a little bit. What was that speech he gave last week? Okay, so he did. That was not a a state of the union address, but he called a joint meeting of Congress. Yeah, it was like like a state of the union address without being a state of the union address. Okay. Basically. Which seemed very uncharacteristic. Um, I just assumed we were going to war because normally when you do that, we're going to war. So that's what I told my wife. Because, uh, you know, I, I see that, you know, Biden's speech is like on all the channels. And she's like, what are you doing? I, I, she's like, I'm watching Biden's speech. I'm like, oh, are we going to war? He's addressing both houses of Congress and it's not the State of the Union. Yeah. Normally that means war. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, cool. Is it Iran or is it uh, Russia all right, so, <laughs> or China? Yeah. Who, who are we going to war with? So he gave that speech and it was a, you know, long doddering fucking speech or whatever. Right. And but he went to Georgia the next day. In order to kind of sell the speech, or sell I, I the thought he was supposed to him. boycott Georgia. Uh, I guess he's not boycotting. I thought Georgia. they eliminated Georgia as a state because they required ID to vote. Not yet. No. Maybe they're working on that. Okay. I don't know if that's made it out of committee yet. Okay. So Biden, in the process of thanking Georgia voters at the outset of his remarks, and when protesters could be heard shouting "In detention now" and "Abolish ICE," one protester called out, "Our families are dying," and noted that they voted for Biden in the 2020 election. And then Biden in response says, I agree with you. I'm working on it, man. Give me another five days. So that's good to news. Uh, five days, uh, ICE will, will be abolished. Do you, let me ask you a question. Do you think he actually even heard what they were saying? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> He's not going to get rid of ICE. Uh, that's a standard answer, though. I, I'm just, I mean, not the five days necessarily, but come on, like, I'm working on it. Come on, man. We're on the same team come here. On, yeah. Man. Come on, man. You know. Now, he did say something after that, though. Unless you're fat. Then he's like, look, fat. Yeah. (laughs) Now, there is something he said after that, though. And he said there should be no private prisons, period, Biden said. Right. I agree with that. Now, here's the thing. And I agree with no ice. I completely agree with the... the, I completely agree with the elimination of private prisons. Right. Totally agree with that one. Hopefully, he actually does that one. Right. Be nice, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, None of that's going to happen. You realize that, right? No, I know. Yeah. Just oh, none know. of that's going to happen. There's there's way too many people who are making way too much money off private prisons. In fact, I read an article not too long ago that was like um, the crime because uh, 2020 there was uh, less crime happening. Now they're very concerned because the private prison population is way down and profits are way down. So they're concerned. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like in most in a in a rational world, wouldn't you be excited? Hey, man, the prisons are almost empty. That's great. Crimes down. We don't have to put people in cages. How lovely is that? They're mad. The, the headline is like, private prison profits down from less crime and less prison population. Are you fu- what? <laughs> you know, and that's the reason we should not have private prisons. Yes. Well, I don't believe in prisons at all because I don't believe in government. But you know, still, that that right there should show you that something that should be a, a, a big positive mm-hmm. is actually now a negative because they have to keep those prisons full because all the shareholders no, they want to keep it to a certain number no matter what and yeah yeah and all those uh you know retirement funds uh, from judges and district attorneys and politicians and things like that that are invested in the private prisons they're not happy when they're losing money and they got to keep them filled yeah yeah and, and that is not um that is not wild speculation that happens in reality 
Yes. The Florida Retirement System, which all uh, state employees are, that's their pension, invests in private prisons. Yeah, the GEO Group. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. And the GEO Group gives Marco Rubio tons of money. Yes. It's like his biggest donor. Yep. Yep. And there you go. And that's why he's a law and order guy. And that's why Joe Biden is not going to abolish private prisons. Exactly. Yeah. And and that is the reason (laughs) that you should understand that the status quo in Washington never changes. ICE isn't going away. No, it's not going to happen. And none of these things that you thought Biden was going to do, he's going to do. He's not going to do any of them. And that's for you lefties. And all those things that you thought Trump was going to do, he didn't do. And we could have told you from the beginning that that's exactly what was going to happen. Because what really happens is when a new president gets elected, he's like 3.1% different than the last one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like that's that's the difference right there. Ah, just y'all are stupid. <laughs> y'all, all y'all all y'all are fucking stupid all y'all are so dumb except for the subscribers in the second hour you guys are fucking brilliant and if you want to be brilliant too remember just go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage and you can be one of the smart kids yes exactly yeah, see and get a coin and get a coin yeah. get a sweet coin so hey we got uh about uh three minutes left anything you want to close with before we go to our subscriber-only second hour? Okay, so the one thing I did want to bring up also was is that so in the response to the speech that Biden gave, Tim Scott gave the rebuttal speech. Tim Scott is the black senator from South Carolina who's a Republican. And on Twitter, it started trending Uncle Tim. What? I'm sorry, what's his name? Token Scott? <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear his no, name. No, his name is Tim Scott. Black Republican, Token black Scott. Black Republican, yeah. And so the response from the Democrats was that he's an Uncle Tom, basically. Well, yeah, I mean, if he's a Republican, I mean, what else could he be? Well, but the thing is this, though, it, that word trended on Twitter. If you're really trying to be this all inclusive thing and you want to get rid of hate, spe- hate speech on there, you really have a weird way of showing where your bars at. <laughs> and you know what's funny? It was it was the Republicans who were running the Underground Railroad back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like... like I, the Dems were the racists. History makes no sense, man. No, it, it makes perfect sense if you... Here's if, the if thing. You, if you understand the real one. Yeah, if you understand it. But also, if you also understand, if you listen to the arguments that they make, like when it comes to like voter ID laws and stuff like that, that's racist. Oh, yeah. The people that are against voter IDs use racist stereotypes in order to try to promote their message. What are you talking about? How is that racist? I mean, everybody knows black people have no way of getting a driver's license. I mean, what the fuck, man? You think black people are capable of getting a driver's license? How dare you, man? I, imagine That's, that. That is fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, it's unbelievable. I know. It's just unbelievable. And still, like we talked about last week, you want to fix the problem? Put a fucking picture on the voter ID card. Problem solved. Yeah. Nobody ever has to have this conversation again. Just put a fucking picture on the voter ID card. Yeah. I've been saying it for for 15 years now, and nobody listens to me. It's like I'm a fucking crazy person. But, you know, that's that's the life we lead. It is. But it's just funny, though. Like, you can, again, most of these problems get solved very easily, which is also why you realize that nobody Nobody wants to to solve solve the problem. problem. No. Because a lot of the solutions are fucking simple. If you just said... 
put your put a picture on all the on all the voter IDs. We wouldn't have, or on all the yeah on all your voter registration forms. You wouldn't have a problem. Well, yeah, simple solutions uh, don't get votes and uh, usually aren't profitable. Yeah, so and there's no. That's why you don't see them very often exactly. in the real world. <laughs> Which is why we're anarchists and why we're stocking up on marshmallows. All right, but we'll see you in the second hour. Patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage if you want to join us. We'll see you there. Yeah.